0: The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the free version of the EDM podcast number 131. This week we go over the news and charts and we induct a song by Tiesto into our EDM Hall of Fame. Let's get some podcast business out of the way before we begin. As of now, I am doing both free and paid podcasts. As for the free podcasts that you will still find on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to me on, I will still be doing the Daily Music History Today for whatever date podcast. I will also be doing a free version of the Weekly Edition and the EDM podcasts. Now for the paid part. I've started a Patreon page, where I have a couple of tiers at the moment. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full version of the weekly edition podcast, and the full version of the EDM podcast, along with a minimum of four extra podcasts per month. Those podcasts are... On that tier, at least, will be the Top Albums Podcast, the Top Singles Podcast, and the Top Dance Songs Podcast, with the Music Halls of Fame Podcast moving into this tier, and will actually now only be a monthly podcast. That tier will cost you $5 per month. There may also be another special podcast added on that tier. It all depends on the month, but those four podcasts are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts a week, plus two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday. For Tier 2, you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcasts, and the full versions of the EDM podcasts, along with all of the paid podcasts on Tier 1 along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month. That tier is $10 per month. The additional podcasts on that tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I'm also adding another monthly podcast to that tier called Music's WTF Moments Podcasts, where I look at some of the most controversial, sad, or strange moments in music history. The Music History Today In-Depth podcast will be added for this tier as well, and will still be a weekly podcast. And much like Tier 1, it all depends on the month, but those four podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only, and I will probably add another podcast or two to that tier as well. So for that tier, there is a minimum of 12 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday for most weeks. And if you like the history of music and want to support my love of bringing it to you, then please, please join my Patreon page. The link is in the show notes. The free podcasts are also on my YouTube page now. Just search Music History Today on YouTube or go to the link in the show notes below. Like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you'll always know when the new videos come out. I also put extra podcast videos on there. Not the full paid podcast, but small segments and topics, so check out the YouTube page for some extra goodies. Music for this podcast was performed by songwriter and producer Hey Joe C. Click the links in my show notes for more information about her and her career. She has also announced that she is willing to allow Twitch streamers to use her songs in the Twitch streams, but you have to contact her directly in order to be able to do that. So, click the links in the show notes in order to contact her. Now, on to the news for the week. Tomorrowland announced that they will hold their winter festival in the Alpe de Huez from March 19th through the 26th, 2022. In England, the House of Commons Select Committee met to discuss holding festivals this summer. The culture minister declined to offer insurance for the festivals at the moment at least as the government seems to be going back on its easing policy for outdoor festivals that was supposed to start on June 21st. And they better hold that to actually June 21st because really it's getting ridiculous. Despite that fact, and also the fact that they had canceled their 2021 festival, the Glass and Berry Music Festival has applied for a license for some sort of event where they normally hold their festival, and the event is for sometime in September. We'll keep you posted if anything comes of that. Meanwhile, Manchester's Park Life Festival, which is still going to happen, announced that Eric Pridd's Carl Cox and Honey Dijon have been added to their September 11th and 12th festival lineup. The Amsterdam Dance Event, by the way, announced plans to do an in-person event from October 13th through the 17th. As part of that festival, DJ Avalon Emerson will headline an event party at Amsterdam's Club Paradiso. So by the end of the year, we're getting back to normal, people whatever normal is at that point, who knows. Barcelona Sonar Festival announced that they have canceled their festival for 2021, by the way. There may be a problem that can stop all of the clubs and pubs and festivals in England, and that is the fact that there actually isn't enough qualified security or bouncers to hire now. In fact, according to the UK Door Security Association, at least half of the clubs don't have enough security staff to reopen. There are mainly two reasons for that. The first is that a lot of the bouncers had to find other careers because of the clubs being shut down and the staff not being funded properly by the government, courtesy of a very uncaring British government and a very uncaring culture minister who told entertainment people that their jobs really just don't matter and that they should retrain and find other employment. Turns out, a lot of them actually did that. So, you don't have that many people who are from Great Britain. Your other problem with this is Brexit, because a lot of the staff weren't actually British nationals and they had to leave the country because of lockdown rules and all that sort of stuff. And now because of Brexit, they can't get back into the country. So you really don't have enough staff now. Way to go, Boris, Nigel, and all you other Brexiteers. Good job. Meanwhile, in the United States... The Small Business Administration will start accepting applications for the Shuttered Venue Operators Grant Program starting on April 8th. The grant is for museums, live venues, movie theaters, etc. Owners should register on the government website called the System for Award Management. Uh, Google that. You'll be able to find it. And if you do qualify, I would highly recommend going for the money. It's a grant. It's not a loan. So... Good luck. Berlin is testing out a program which will allow them to get the clubs and venues open again with uh, some sort of redesigned testing methods. This should prove interesting and hopefully it will work. The former creative director for Daft Punk has redesigned Hong Kong's club Casio to make it very futuristic. You can check out the design on your favorite EDM web pages like DJ Mag, etc., etc. DJ Shy FX has restarted his digital soundboy record label. Francois X has launched another record label called Double X Lab. Carl Cox announced that his book called Oh Yes, Oh Yes, will be out in August of this year. The U.S. Library of Congress announced 25 new recordings to be inducted into the National Recording Registry for Preservation, which is a huge honor. The library inducted a podcast for the first time in its history, a 2008 episode of This American Life called The Giant Pool of Money. Among the more popular recordings are actually a few dance classics. Janet Jackson's 1989 album, Rhythm Nation, 1814, Cool in the Gang's 1980 disco and now sports anthem classic, Celebration, and LaBelle's 1974 funk classic, Lady Marmalade, all made the cut this year. Audacity has a major update date, to its software update, I should say, in order to help with file structuring. I have not actually updated it yet, but I will right after I'm done with this podcast, truth be told. There is, unfortunately, one passing to pass along in the EDM community this past week. Rest in peace to Ramin Nagashian. Ramin was a Frankfurt Germany producer whose works included the trans classic brain ticket. He was also part of the group's Afro Trance and Sad World. Ramin had been dealing with a brain tumor in the hospital since last December. Ramin Nagashian was fifty-two years old. 2003, a Dance Music Hall of Fame was formed. It was started by John Parker of Robbins Entertainment. He enlisted the help of a few other industry vets, and they held an annual dinner in New York City. They split the hall into artists, records, producers, DJs, remixers, and non-performers. They started off okay with a bunch of disco artists, but the hall only lasted for two years before they stopped inducting people. Well, yours truly is bringing it back. Sort of. I've started my own Dance Music Hall of Fame, only I'm expanding the idea. This hall will be the EDM Hall of Fame. My criteria will be any inductee who's been in the business for at least 10 years. That will allow a lot of the EDM artists and DJs in. I'm also going to keep the same categories, but I'm going to also add early influencers to go along with it. The early influencers is where I'll put the disco, funk, and R&B songs and artists because I want to make this haul heavy on dance music in general not strictly 20th century dance music because, well, this is an EDM podcast after all. Some weeks I will induct one artist. Some weeks I may do five or ten. Who knows? This is, after all, my Hall of Fame, not an official one, so my opinion is strictly mine. It would be nice, though, if someone actually did an official Dance Music Hall of Fame eventually. As we've branched out our Hall of Fame, we've inducted more than the obvious aspects of EDM, otherwise known as DJs, remixers, and producers. We've also inducted record labels, technology, and songs into the Hall. The criteria for putting in either a song or an album is that it has to have been released 10 years ago. That's going to leave most of your favorite songs out at least for now. Also, the song has to continue to be played in DJ sets or be put in remixes or get sampled, get played on the radio or in sports stadiums to this very day. In other words, it has to have endured throughout the years. For instance... Darude's Sandstorm gets played at sporting events to get the crowd pumped up. Plus, gamers now play it on their live streams, and it still shows up in stadium festival sets. That is the sign of a classic dance song. That it's still getting played by a whole new generation, and it's just as loved. Samuel Barber was born in 1910 and lived until 1981 when he passed away from cancer. He was one of the most celebrated American modern classical composers of the 20th century, known for his expressive and lyrical music style. Possibly his most f- popular composition is a part of his second movement from his string quartet, Opus 11., Adagio for Strings was written in 1936 when Barber was on vacation in Italy with his life partner, Italian composer Giancarlo Minotti. When he was finished with the piece, he sent it to conductor Arturo Toscanini, who at the time was conductor of the popular NBC Symphony Orchestra. Toscanini debuted the piece on NBC radio from Studio 8H at Rockefeller Center in New York City on November 5th, 1938. Toscanini then conducted it while he and the orchestra were on tour in South America. Since then, the piece has gained popularity on a few fronts. First, it's been played at major funerals such as Albert Einstein's and Princess Grace's of Monaco's, And at memorials during sad global events such as the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting and the Manchester Arena bombings. Another thing about it is that the piece has been in movies such as Platoon and The Elephant Man. For the record, Barber is quoted as saying that he was not a big fan of people playing Adagio for strings during moments of extreme silence and sadness. In fact, he said to a reporter that he wished people would pick some of his other works. For our purposes, though, Adagio for Strings has been used and remixed in EDM a lot. Everyone and their grandparents have put it in their songs, especially trance music. Armin Van Buren, William Orbit, and Ferry Corsten are just a few of the many artists who have remixed it, but this next artist was the one who started the wave. From 1997, when Tiesto started his Black Hole recordings until today, he's been captivating audiences. In the mid-2010s, he was voted the best ever DJ. He's also known as being one of the best remix producers out there. His talent is being able to take a song, change it up, but to keep the integrity of that song. He's so good at this that his remix almost made me like that John Legend song, All of Me. Almost. Still not there yet. Sure, he's changed his sound to the point where everyone does not only his stadium sound, but also his speeding up the pitch during the drum break. Yep, you can blame him for starting that trend. Still, what the man's managed to do over 20 years now, along with mentoring artists like Martin Garrix, and still hitting number one on every single dance chart known to mankind, proves why we put him into our Hall of Fame a long time ago. In January 31st, 2005, in France, Tiesto released his version of Adagio from his album, Just Be. His trans version went top 40 in six different countries, going top 10 in the UK, the US, along with Hungary, where it went to number one and was also the 79th biggest song of 2006. A 2013 MixMag poll named Tiesto's version the second best dance song of all time up until then. Since then, Tiesto's version has hit every DJ set at one point or another, along with being remade by other artists. Tiesto's 2005 a cover version of Samuel Barber's 20th century classic orchestral piece, Adagio for Strings, inducted into our EDM Hall of Fame. Is time to do a little chart action. As always, starting off with Billboard Magazine, where the Top Dance song and the Top Dance streaming song haven't changed from last week. It's Travis Scott and HVME with Goosebumps. Top Dance album also hasn't changed. It's Lady Gaga's The Fame, Tiesto's The Business is the top digital sales song, the Top Dance Mix Show Airplay song is Silk City and Ellie Goulding with New Love. And the Top Dance Club song, until further notice, is Diana Ross's Love Hangover 2020. Hopefully, by the end of the year, the clubs will be back. At the very least, the end of the summer. That'd be good. Moving on, Top Dance Album on Apple is De Huayden and I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that name. It is Meat Every Day. Top Dan single, though, is Pet Shop Boys' Opportunities' Let's Make Lots of Money, and I am so glad that that song is actually doing so well and finally hitting number one only 40 years after it originally came out. It is my absolute favorite Pet Shop Boy song. On Apple's electronics charts... Floating Points, Pharaoh Sanders and the London Symphony Orchestra's Promises is the top electronic album, and for yet another week in a row, I believe this is either number three or number four, Hippie Sabotage's Devil Eyes is the top electronic single on Apple. On the Beatport Charts, there is a new number one overall song. It is Majestic and Boney M's Rasputin, extended mix. Top 140 deep dubstep and grime is Shanghai Doom and Run It with Outsiders, original mix. Top Afro House is Diplo and Matt Joe with Conga Rock, original mix. Top Bass Club is Aussie with Fuego, extended mix. Top Bass House is The Sponges' Jerry Brain Extended Mix. Top Big Room is Kreider and Mark Roma with Pleasure or Pain Extended Mix. Top Breaks, Breakbeat, and UK Bass is On to with Bangin' the Beats Original Mix. Top Dance, Electropop, is Gorgon City and Drama with You've Done Enough Extended Mix. Top Deep House for another week is the Blessed Madonna and Fred again with Marea, We've Lost Dancing, original mix. Top DJ Tools is Dimmy and Zeba with Found You, acapella. Top Drum and Bass is Halogenics, Chimpo, and Kings of the Rollers with Shella, the Halogenics remix. Top Dubstep is Ivory and Samplifier with Harold Original Mix for another week. Top Classic Detroit Modern Electro is Art Was Art with Orwellian Nightmares Original Mix. Top Electro House is Kirby and Moxie with Famous Last Words Extended Mix. Top Electronica is Sasha and Dub Speaker with Chapri Sasha Rework. Top Funky Groove Jackin' House is Majestic and Boney M with the top overall song Rasputin' Extended Mix. Top Future House is Funkin' Matt with Joie, the Extended Mix, spelled J-O-I, just so you know. Top Hard Dance Hardcore is Scooter Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike with We Love Hardcore Extended Mix. Top Hard Techno is Deep Mind Direction with Last Man Dancing Original Mix. Top House is Ghetto Blaster and Missy with H-O-U-S-E Original Mix. Top Indie Dance is Jonathan Kaspar with Beton Original Mix. Top Melodic House and Techno is Camel Fat, Sailor and I, and Art Bat with Best of Me, the Camel Fat Remix for another week. Top Minimal Deep Tech is Prunk and Darius Cyrosian with Harlem Knights, Prunk Remix. Top New Disco and Disco is Purple Disco Machine, Moskenna, and the Knox with Fireworks, Club Dub Mix. Top Organic House down tempo is Hermanes, Lost Desert and Volen Sentia with Jinx the Sentia pure magic healing mix. Top Progressive House is Frankie Wah Arcchi and Christoph with the world you see original mix. Top Psytrance is Psycrane. With God's Will, original mix. Top Tech House is the G U Z N L with Set You Free Your Extended Mix. Top Peak Time Driving Techno is Chris Veron with Drift Line, original mix. Top Raw Deep Hypnotic Techno is Marcal and Ackerman with Consciousness, the Marcal Remix. Top trance is David Oliart and Vander Burt, with Trance Lovers Extended Mix. Top trap, hip hop, and R&B for another week is Montell 2099 and Wilkinson. Would take you higher the Montell 2099 remix, and the top UK garage baseline is Zero Rico Dan and Devilman, with Casual extended mix. And that is it for the EDM podcast number 131. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today we are also on twitter at music history day and you can now find us on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when all of those links can be found in the show notes below thank you very very much for listening